Are you prejudiced? Our gospel passage is quite unique this morning. Because there is a woman who is enforcing prejudice. There is a woman who actually wants a man to be prejudiced. Are you prejudiced? To be prejudiced is to have a preconceived, usually unfavorable, evaluation or classification of another person based on their sex, their belief, their race, their age, their religion, their language, or their ability. A preconceived, usually unfavorable evaluation or classification of another person based on their sex, belief, race, age, religion, language, and ability. What's interesting about our gospel passage today is that there is a woman who actually is enforcing the prejudice that is against her. So why is this woman at the well at 12 o'clock noon? Women don't go to the well at 12 o'clock noon. They go to the well early in the morning at the cool part of the day. It is hot in the desert. And she is choosing to draw water from the well at the hottest point of the day so she does not have to encounter anyone. Why does she not want to encounter anyone? Well, because she's on her sixth husband. She is the talk of the town. She is ashamed. However, she would rather live in her shame than change her life. And so, instead of facing her struggles, her trials, her difficulties, she's changed her habits. So she goes to the well at 12 noon, and no one is supposed to be there. But there is someone at the well at 12 noon, and it's Jesus. And Jesus says to her, give me a drink. And what does she say back to Jesus? How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. She imposes the prejudice that Jewish people consider the Samaritans to be unclean people. Associating with them, talking to them, sharing utensils or tools would make you unclean. She tries to enforce a prejudice against herself. Some would call it a self-imposed slavery. And my brothers and sisters, many of you and I do the exact same. Many of us have preconceived and usually unfavorable evaluations or classifications of ourselves based on our sex, our belief, our race, our age, our religion, our language, or our abilities, and we've changed our whole entire lives to accommodate them. How many of us have been told by somebody that we are dumb, 
that we are stupid, we are fat, that we are slow, that we're too old, or you're too young. And we've listened to them. And thus we've classified ourselves and we've allowed negative talk and we've allowed the negativity of others to change us. I may have shared with you, this with you before, but when I was a young child, I had a pretty severe speech impediment. My parents just downsized and my mom and dad handed me a folder. I think like in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, every parent had a folder for each of their children where they would put their report cards and their class photo. I don't know what that looks like today. Maybe it's a folder on your desktop. So I opened up this folder that my mom had given me. I was going through these report cards and then I found a green piece of paper it was from the state of Wisconsin and the Board of Education, and it was evaluation of me and my speech impediment and assigning me to more speech therapy. I remember as a young child again and again going to speech therapy and working on my R's, my T's, my S's, and my W's. Because of my speech impediment, because I said things wrong, I struggled terribly in any, any form of phonics, which meant that I was terrible at public reading, which means that I just dismissed reading in general because I didn't like reading because I wasn't good at it. I was horrible at spelling. My friends were part of the Blue Jays and the Cardinal reading groups, and I was part of the Turtle reading group. My brother and sister were unbelievably smart, and clearly I was not. And so, I had a preconceived, unfavorable evaluation and classification of myself by my abilities. And so I changed my habits. I learned to cheat. And I will tell you, somewhat ashamed, that I was really good at cheating. I never got caught. But because of it today, there are a lot of parts of my life where I am stupid because I cheated because I believed that I was stupid. It wasn't until I was in college and I entered the seminary and I took my first test and I cheated that God hit me with a lightning bolt and said, what on earth are you doing? And I was like, I had never thought cheating was wrong. I thought this is what you did to get by. So then I changed my life. I began to study. I worked hard. I got tutors. 
I remember with great humility approaching one of my classmates in seminary and begging him to teach me how to read out loud because I was terrified. And my life changed. The reality is, my brothers and sisters, many of us live in a self-imposed slavery because someone else has told you that you are dumb, that you are slow, that you are fat, that you are ugly, that you are too old. And the reality is, is that we live by that lie. And this woman in today's gospel allowed herself to be shackled by a lie that she was no good, that she was unworthy. And she wanted Jesus to actually treat her that way. And it's wrong. Because Jesus is not prejudice. Jesus does not have unfavorable preconceived evaluations or classifications of anyone. by their sex or belief or race or age or language or ability. He loves us. And he will love us to the end. The question is, do we love as Jesus loves and do we love ourselves? I want to read a letter to you. This may seem odd, but I'm going to read it four times. You might be like, Father, this has gone on long enough. I'm going to read it four times. Someone sent me this letter. I'm going to read it as you would normally read it from top to bottom. And then I'm going to read this exact same letter from bottom to top. And I think you'll be amazed. The reality is, my brothers and sisters, that many of us live shackled by lies about us, and we've actually catered our life to this lie. And we have to undo, we have to reverse, and we need to rethink about how we treat ourselves and talk about ourselves and form habits about ourselves. So here's the letter. I am pretty ugly. So don't try to convince me that I'm a very beautiful person because at the end of the day, I hate myself in every single way. I'm not going to lie to myself by saying that there's beauty inside of me that matters. So rest assured And I will remind myself that I am a worthless, terrible person. And nothing you say will make me believe that I still deserve love. Because no matter what, I am not good enough to be loved. And I am in no position to believe that beauty does exist within me. Because whenever I look in the mirror, I always think, am I as ugly as people say? What lies do you tell yourself? Because behind every lie is a truth. And so now listen to this letter again. 
Am I as ugly as people say? Because whenever I look in the mirror, I always think beauty does exist within me. And I am in no position to believe that I am not good enough to be loved. Because no matter what, I still deserve love. And nothing you say will ever make me believe that I am a worthless, terrible person. So rest assured, I will remind myself there is beauty inside of me that matters. And I'm not going to lie to myself by saying I hate myself in every single way. Because at the end of the day, I am a very beautiful person. So don't try to convince me that I am very ugly. God has created you and I, my brothers and sisters, as his children. We are the church. We are the woman that he wants to encounter. And yet we have to come out of our own preconceived, unfavorable evaluations and classifications of ourselves and others. And so I read again. I am very ugly. So do not try to convince me that I'm a very beautiful person because at the end of the day, I hate myself in every single way. I'm not going to lie to myself by saying that there's beauty inside of me that matters. So rest assured, I will remind myself that I'm a worthless, terrible person and nothing you say will make me believe that I still deserve love. Because no matter what, I'm not good enough to be loved. And I'm in no position to believe that beauty does exist within me. Because whenever I look in the mirror, I always think, Am I as ugly as people say? And now for redemption. Am I as ugly as people say? Because whenever I look in the mirror, I always think beauty does exist within me. And I am in no position to believe that I am good enough to be loved. Because no matter what, I still deserve love. And nothing you say will make me believe that I'm a worthless, terrible person. So rest assured I will remind myself there is beauty inside of me that matters and I'm not going to lie to myself saying I hate myself in every single way because at the end of the day I am a very beautiful person so don't try to convince me that I'm very ugly. Many of us need to have a conversation and that conversation is to start first and foremost with ourselves. And I will tell you, my brothers and sisters, that when we come to the conclusion that we are children of God, when we come to the conclusion that we are worth it, we will share with the whole world that Jesus has the ability to change our lives, that Jesus gives us hope and conviction and strength and dignity beyond all imagining. And when it comes from him, it matters. And when it comes from him, it changes us. We are not defined by our limitations. We are not defined by our dysfunctions. We are defined by the fact that we are children of God. May we live that way and change the world. Through God's grace, may it be so.